0: Yo, what is going on, everybody? It is Gear the Bear, and I am back to you guys again with a brand new episode of the Gear the Bear Show podcast. Now, this is episode 14, 15, something like that, Um, and I'm going to be starting something a little bit new. So, I was just doing a stream as a recording this just a couple hours ago, and we were talking about podcasts and like what I could do for the podcast. And um, a good friend of mine, Brent, was telling me some stuff about, like, he was offering up some different ideas, different, just different ideas. He's really good at ideas. And one thing that he came up with was a name um, for what I ended up adapting to be what is going to be the basketball segment of this podcast. So, you know, I'm not going to do all basketball related episodes, but if I ever, which a lot of them may end up being this way, but um, I'm going to be starting a new segment, what's going to be called Gare Ball. It's a play on air ball, which if you guys know, it's a basketball term for whenever you shoot a shot and it misses completely, doesn't hit anything, it's all air. So, Gare Ball is the basketball segment of the show, the Gare the Bear show, and this is where I'm going to be talking, obviously, about basketball. I've had episodes where I've done basketball talk, and I really enjoy it, and as anybody that knows me knows, I could talk about basketball until I'm quite literally blue in the face, so this is going to be something that I'm going to be doing on the podcast going forward, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. And if you enjoy it, you know, be sure and follow the podcast. If you know anybody that enjoys basketball, basketball talk, basketball, whatever, basketball opinions, basketball, just perspective, you know, from whatever, just be sure and share the podcast with them. It really means a lot to me. But yeah, this is going to be the very first, very first, uh, very first episode with the gearball, uh, basketball talk segment in it. So. I hope you guys enjoy it and be sure and let me know somehow leave a review if that's even a thing i don't really know for the first episode of Gearball, ball um i'm going to be talking about some nba preseason stuff now preseason is one of those things you can't really put a lot of stock into because as it says in the name it's preseason it's you know getting the kinks worked out you're playing games you're competitive you know it's it's a lot of work it, you know you get your training camp you scrimmage in training camp but then the next level up is your preseason games, you're working out the roster, seeing how players fit together against other teams and just kind of, you know, figuring some stuff out, working some kinks out. Um so I the one of the, the I what I've done here and how I'm going to go about this cuz I don't get a lot of games. Um but how I'm going to go about a lot of this is just check out the NBA YouTube, right? Watch the highlight reels. Um check out ESPN, listen to what their guys have to say and then come on here and share my two cents, right? So what I watched today was the the preseason game, Chicago Bulls versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the Bulls are a team that ever they they I think are one of the top teams this year for free agency. Like they did some one of the best jobs as far as I'm concerned. They got, you know, they they decide and trade to get DeMar DeRozan. Granted, there's some people that say he they overpaid for him, but Chicago being how they've been in the last several years, you know, you kind of have to overpay for guys like that. Um or, you know, so so people think overpay, which I think for DeRozan for what they're getting, I think it's going to be a great thing. They gave up a lot of picks for him, but in today's market, you know, a lot of picks for a guy that's an all-star, it's it's worth it, you know. But, you know, they got they got DeRozan, they signed Lonzo Ball. I believe they did a sign trade there too. There was a lot of sign trade action going on. But they got Lonzo Ball. They got uh, Vucevic last year. You know, big 2010 guy. Star center. All-star, actually. Um, they got Alex Caruso. They ended up with some other depth. So, first of all, one of the big things that I think they I think they really did well this year in free agency. And looking at the team they had last year, which was, I want to say, the 10th seed in the East versus what they have this year, I could see them making a push for a top five seed in the East. Top six seed. You know, there's eight seeds in the in the playoffs, right? Um, I could see them being top six very, very easily. Especially with, you know, the depth that they have and the overall pace they play with and the talent and all that kind of stuff I'll get into later. But I wrote down a whole bunch of notes here and I just want to touch on a lot of this stuff in this segment of the show. First thing I wrote is we got I like the I like their playmaking. And this again, before I, before I do any of this, I want to preface all of these statements I'm about to make. With I understand that this is just the preseason, right? It's just the preseason, so a lot of this, you know, isn't going to mean isn't going to mean a whole lot, okay? It's not going to be a ton. It's just it's just, you know, a lot of speculation. But from what I'm seeing for this first game, they're professionals. They've done this thing in one game. So that means they can carry it over to multiple games. So I just wanted to say this, these are preseason games. So there's not much to be taken from them, but you can expect to see a lot of these things again. <clears throat> so, first thing, their playmaking. I thought it looked really good. Now, Alex Caruso, you could you could call him a shooting guard. I prefer to call him, he's more of a combo guard. So, he can run the point, he can run the two. This man finished with, I believe, 10 points and 10 assists in this first game. And then Lonzo Ball, who's their true point guard, who's going to be their starting point guard, he had, I believe, 8 points and 5 assists and five rebounds, and like three steals, and two blocks, he had a really nice game, he had a good stat line, but um, their playmaking, you know, they 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 were throwing lobs, and they were making nice, good, crisp, good passes, and a lot, of, a lot of the things that I saw, especially with their passes, was on the break, they were making the extra pass, so like sometimes you'll make one, two short passes, and like you may not get the best shot, but they're doing a lot of getting great shots <laughs> instead of getting good shots, they're You know, there was one play, it was Lonzo, and it was some other guy, number 7, I forget his name, Um, and then there was Caruso, and it ended up as a Caruso layup, right? So Lonzo gets a steal, passes it up the middle to this other guy, this guy passes it back to Lonzo, who then passes it to Caruso, who then goes through two guys and lays it in. Now, you know, Lonzo could have very easily finished with his left hand, but... With those two defenders kind of collapsing on him, it wasn't necessarily the best option. So he made that extra look. And so instead of dribbling all the way up the court, they made three good passes and got a good layup. Well, two one of their stronger finishers. So like, you know, their 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 passing IQ and their their playmaking overall, it looks it looks like it's got some good potential, at least to me. I think it'll be really good to um to build off of at the very least, you know, especially having Caruso, you know, potentially running point for their bench unit. I think that'll be a really good thing, especially before Kobe White gets back because he's out with injury right now. Next up, kind of the go with the Caruso thing because he had that bucket in the play I was just referring to. I think he's going to be big. You know, I think LA really lost a good one there. And, you know, obviously the Lakers got the Russell Westbrook thing going and they got all kinds of other stuff. So, they're doing well. They're on their own thing. They're championship hopefuls. Um, but I think Caruso is going to really really flourish. You know, in LA he was a scrappy kind of defending, a defensive player who could hit the spot-up three every once in a while. He was a he was just a good solid role player. But now he's like six man. Could be a six man of the year? Maybe. He could be in the top 10 for that. <clears throat> I could see him He'll be big. He's gonna be big, especially you know, because Lonzo is gonna have. He's gonna play a lot of point guard. He said that in the in the interviews for the training camp. Uh, he said Billy Donovan talked to him and they made it. They're gonna be. He, he's gonna be their point guard. You know, he's gonna go back to his roots, running the gun in, playing the fast game. He's gonna be the point guard because in New Orleans they had him as more of a spot up. Combo guard where he would shoot, and they, they really fix up a shot really well. So now that all that is for him now, since he's going back to his true point guard role, he's going to have that shot in his arsenal. So he'll be deadly from three, from D, from passing. Like he's going to be a really versatile player. So, you know, Caruso backing that up and playing alongside that at times is really going to bring the best out of him. And going back to Lonzo. I think he's going to be an All-Star. And I've said it before, and I've my friends will back me up on this, that I've said this. <clears throat> I believe not only Lonzo, but I believe LaMelo and Lonzo together will both get their first All-Star appearances this year. <clears throat> and here's my reasoning for that. Because the All-Star game, it's, it's pretty well known to be a popularity contest to some degree. I mean, obviously you have to be good, or else, you know, players like Taco Fall would be an All-Star every year. But, like... If we're talking we're talking you know points and we're talking like just general popularity and then like your stats go into it as well. But I think these guys are both going to be All-Star reserves. You know Lonzo is going to be running he's going to be part of this big 4 that they've got in Chicago. He's going to be a 15 point eight assist eight board guy. He's going to be playing that kind of role. He's going to be big for them. He's going to be he could go out and get you 30 every night if he had to, but that's not his role. Zach Levine will be averaging 30. Um, Lonzo could very easily get an All-Star appearance, whether it be on the All-Star team, in the three-point competition, in the skills competition. He, he's going to have some sort of All-Star thing. He's going to be at, at All-Star weekend uh, participating. And that's something I wanted to touch on as well because I just saw today that they released some of uh, Lonzo Ball's contract incentives. And if he makes an all-star appearance, whether that be three-point, dunk, skills, all-star game, if he gets in all-star weekend at some point, he gets a million dollars. Just like that. So these contract incentives for him are going to be pretty big. And I think this guy is more motivated than ever right now, I bet. So I feel like this is really going to be good for him to get his new role, go back to playing true point guard on an NBA team that isn't alongside LeBron James. Like he's going to he's never done that, really, if you sit and think about it. He's either played point guard but alongside LeBron or played second fiddle to Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. So like he's not really been his true playing self at all in the NBA to a certain degree. So that's going to be good and I think he's really going to find himself this year. He's going to have a breakout season, All-Star, potentially all defense potentially all defense I don't know we'll have to wait and see on that one but I bet he's at least an all-star this year maybe three-point competition but I don't know we'll have to see on that one but next I think Zach Levine just based on what I've seen I didn't ever watch a lot of Zach Levine I'll be honest beforehand but I do like what I'm seeing from him I think that Zach Levine is going to you know display a certain level of confidence that he didn't have before because, you know, before he was on teams, you know, the Timberwolves and the Bulls last year, last few years, there was never, like, playoff hopes to a really big, you know, scale. It was more like, I'm going to go out and do my thing. I'm going to get my bag. I'm going to do that. And now it's like, yo, I've got a team around me. They really put some good pieces around me. Let's go out and win some games. You know? He's, he's trying to go win games now. So he's playing at a whole new level, it seems to me. Sort of an outsider looking in because before this year, I never paid attention to the Bulls, I'll be honest. But something about this offseason has intrigued me to the point, And I've also really liked Lonzo Ball ever since he was in UCLA. So I like to follow him around keep up with what he's doing. But Zach Levine just seems to me like he's going to take on a nice leadership role in a confident, get you a bucket anytime you need role, and to that to that point, I could see him making All NBA. He'd probably be third team, but like I could see Levine genuinely getting All NBA nods. I could see him doing it because you've got Lonzo who's going to throw you the lobs. You're going to thrive with him running the break. You got Vucevic for the pick and pop, kick it out. De- DeRozan's there. He's going to be doing some good things for you. You guys, alongside the forward tent like it's the possibilities for Zach Levine's game to flourish are gonna be big. And this this dude, you know, he's gonna play well with his team. He's a good teammate, as far as I've heard. I think he's gonna thrive. I think this is gonna be, you know, everybody on the Bulls are gonna have a good year. And I think if they stay healthy, they could they're gonna be like I said, top six seed in the East, easy. And they might even win a series, but. That brings me to my next point, which is, I don't know how it'll translate exactly, because a lot of playoff basketball is like a hard defensive switch. Like, regular season defense is alright, whatever, but postseason comes around, boom, you're a defensive specialist. You've got to play defense. And this team, it does seem to lack, you've got the guard defense down lock. You've got Caruso, you've got Lonzo, locking up the perimeter shooters. But who do you expect to guard the other team's best player, right? You know, you, you need somebody who's going to guard a Kevin Durant or going to guard a Giannis out in the East or even James Harden, whatever. You know, I, I, I have confidence that Alex Caruso or Lonzo could guard, you know, you, they could guard your Kyries, your James Harden, your Drew Holidays, but are they going to guard a Giannis? You know, you'll have to put Nick Vucevic on Giannis, and that's Giannis is going to put 50 on his head. Let's just be real. So, having a sort of defensive presence I feel like is going to be their downfall and why they probably won't make it super-duper far in the playoffs if not out of the first round. Just because, you know, you've got the guard play defensively, but Vucevic and you've also got your power forward. You know, Patrick Williams is going to be back hopefully soon, next couple of months. You know, he's going to be a decent defender, but he's still young. He's still figuring himself out, and he's going to be a stud but like it, this may not be his year, especially coming off injury, to go crazy on defense. So, defense, I feel like is where they're going to lack a little bit, especially come playoff time. Because I think, I mean, they'll make the playoffs. They're going to be a playoff team. I'm just predicting top six, but they're going to be playoff team in the East. If they're not a playoff team, they have something is terribly, terribly wrong with them. But I think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't know how well I do. They might get bounced in the first round. I expect them to at least win, you know, one or two games in the first series, because they'll odds are they'll likely be a lower seed having to play the likes of Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. So they'll end up doing that kind of stuff. Well, they'll have to just play as hard as they can, build a wall for Giannis, and do that kind of stuff. So my my that, my worries for them are on defense, but. I am very confident. I'm excited to see, you know, how... I just am excited to see Lonzo, first of all. But not only him, they've got Vucevic, they've got Levine, they've got DeRozan, they've got guys off the bench, Patrick Williams, Kobe White coming back later. They've got options. And like they said on the video I was watching, they've got, once our guys are healthy. they've got a solid 10-man lineup, right? So you're looking at all these offensive options, that, first of all, Levine doesn't have to do what he's been doing, going crazy 27 points a night on pretty decent efficiency. You know, he's going to be even more efficient, you know, 25, 26, 27. He's going to be doing basically the same, but he's going to have just a more solid stat line. He's just going to play a better game. I think overall he's going to have better better quality teammates to pass to. He's going to be able to take a rest. And his guys will be you know, he'll be able to play a really nice, you know, scoring guard. He can work on his defense and focus on that as a as a priority because he's gonna be able to get everything else relatively easily. And then, you know, if he's having an off night, Lonzo could give you twenty. Vucevic will give you twenty and ten every single night. Uh, you know, DeRozan can give you 20, 25 you know, he can he can ball, he's a bucket. People are sleeping on DeRozan because he went and played in San Antonio for a couple years with the Kawhi Leonard deal. But, like, they've got buckets. And Caruso could come off the bench giving give you 15. Like I'm saying, Caruso could be a six-man candidate. I mean, it's possible, right? So there's, there's all kinds of different things that they can do offensively. And I think this is going to be one of those teams, good regular season team. They could be a high seed. They're going to be good in the regular season. You know they're gonna have the offensive firepower. They can shoot, man. They can shoot. They're gonna be a really good three-point shooting. You've got, you know, you got Lonzo, 38-40 percent shooter. Levine, 38-40 percent shooter. Vuzovic, 38-40 percent shooter. DeRozan can hit the mid-range. Caruso can spot up. You've got shooters. You've got the shooters that can space. Then you know Vuzovic can make a nice little spin move in the paint, hit a little fadeaway mid-range. He can, he can, he can get himself some buckets down low. So I'm not. I'm not worried about their spacing issues because there really aren't none. Like, I mean, Vucevic. I'm not sure how he is like necessarily working in the post, like a Joe Allen B type, like making strong like Giannis type post moves. But he can he can play a little finesse game and get a little get some buckets down there. That's for sure. He can definitely do that kind of thing for you. So I mean, they've got some offensive weapons. They've definitely got the options, and I I I really expect them to be a fast-paced, high-octane type offense. They're going to run. I can tell you right now, just based on that first that first highlight reel I watched, they are going to get out, and they're going to run the floor. They're going to make good passes, and they're going to be fast. They're going to play a fast brand of basketball, which, first of all, is going to be exciting. That's going to be top three most exciting teams ever to watch, I think. Like, that's going to be great. And like I said earlier, they they play fast. They have a good pace. You know, they have Lonzo, Zach Levine. Like I said, they got fast guys who thrive in a higher pace of game. Lonzo, uh, their high school team, or even the Lakers when he played for them, you know, they had the quickest, the fastest pace in the league. Because all I did was run. They ran up and down with, you know, with the young like Lonzo Ingram, Kuzma, LeBron team. That team, like the year, the first year of LeBron and the year before LeBron got there, Lonzo's rookie year, they were. Fast, because their guys were quick. That's all they had. They they were young and talented, and raw. So they just ran and they played fast and they ran on the break and dunked and shot and passed and all that kind of fun stuff. So this team will be very interesting. You're gonna have lots of bouncy dudes dunking on your head and fast break, throwing half court lobs like we saw in the highlight reel the first in the first. Uh, first game, Caruso threw that nice little half-court lob to Levine, and he just absolutely threw it down. It's crazy. So, you're going to get a lot of fast-paced games, which is going to turn into really exciting games, Which and you're going to get a lot of points, too, because, you know, you take quick offensive possessions, you get back on defense, you either get scored on, you get a stop, you go back and you score again, and it's going to be fast, and I'm just, overall, I'm extremely excited to watch this team play. Just They've got the guys. They've got got they want to. You know, they're they're pretty hungry. You know. They've been missing the playoffs. They've been short. Zach Levine is a ticking time bomb. If they don't get if they don't get playoff in the playoffs, he's out of there. I think if they don't make a serious playoff push, a decent playoff push, you know, if they don't get to the second round, next two, three years, or whatever the rest of his contract is, he could be up and out of there. I think he could be you know, I, I don't know. I think if this year plays out well, he will be invested to the point where they just kind of run it out and they play it out and see what happens. So, my closing thoughts on this whole Bulls thing is, as you probably can tell, I'm extremely excited to see this team. You know, I'm going to be tuning in to some Chicago Bulls games. I'm going to be looking at the highlights. going to be checking out the analysis because this team has Lonzo Ball. He's going to get talked about. Got Zach Levine, who's an All Star, who's an up and coming stud, who's been itching to get in the playoffs to win some games. You know they're going to be talking about him, and they're going to be a high powered, quick, high paced team that is going to make the news. I think they're going to have they're going to have Vucevic as an All Star, they're going to uh, Z- Zach Levine as an All Star, potentially Lonzo as an All Star, and potentially even DeRozan as an All Star. You never know. Like they could be one of those teams that just has an all all-star starting five. It's unlikely, but you never know how the votes will go. You know, you could be you could be losing you could be losing the Zion All-Star. You could be losing the Brandon Ingram All-Star. You could be losing a couple of these different All-Stars that made the All-Star team last year. You may not have them. You may not. But I, I don't I don't see, I don't see a world where the four, the four of those guys are All-Stars. I could see it being at least Zach and Vucevic. Other than that, they're questionable, but I like Lonzo's chances. It's possible. And if not Lonzo, I think LaMelo will be an all-star. I could very easily see it, especially if he has a breakout year, but that's a whole nother video. That's a whole nother podcast episode because, you know, I'd be, oh, I'd be going on and on about the NBA. I love it. I'm excited to see it come back. I believe it's October 19th, so basically two days or two weeks is when the NBA is supposed to tip off again, so... I'm extremely excited overall, and I'm excited for this new format, uh, the, the podcast segment, where it's 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 gearball. I'll be talking some basketball, so I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you did, you know what to do. Be sure and leave a review if that isn't even a thing. I don't even know. It is what it is. Um, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening to this. You know, if you're listening on Spotify, be, here, be sure and follow and make sure that you're notified every time I come out with a new episode, which will be every Thursday, 8 a.m. Central Time. And... I'll be dropping vid- I'll be dropping new podcasts every week, um, videos on the YouTube channel. I'll be t- linking the channel down in the description of this very episode. Um, the YouTube channel, Gear the Bear, check it out. I do be doing vlogs, all kinds of IRL content. If you are listening to me here and you have not seen that, be sure and check it out. I'd really appreciate it. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this very first segment of Ball, where I talk basketball and all things NBA basketball. Whatever the heck I feel like talking about. Without further ado, guys, this has been Garrett the Bear. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. And I will catch you all again next time.